Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and I have a bunch of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that I'm excited to get to. And I'm just excited to sit down and chit chat with the girls. I'm recording this at 12 a.m. on Sunday because I just got home. I was at an engagement party all day today, and I just got back from L.A. I was in L.A. all week. And I got back yesterday, so I didn't really have time to like um, record this on the side. So here I am doing it, but you guys might get it a couple hours, you know, into the afternoon tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I had a great week, great weekend, and it was so cute. Like it was just so nice seeing my family today. Like everybody getting together. I love a party with a with a live band. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I think I actually pulled my neck out on the dance floor, which wouldn't be the first time. And I'm sure it won't be the last because at one point they did play nine to five by Dolly Parton. So that's going down. I'm pulling a vertebra. Okay. One of my vertebrae is going to get a little shaky because I go all out is what I'm trying to say. But anywho, you guys, anywho, you guys also exciting news about me. I'm going to Italy and I'm taking Italian lessons so I can learn how to speak Italian before I get there. I don't know exactly when I'm going. I was going to try and go in September, but I might have to do some work stuff in September that I need to be here for. Um, But I'm going to build around it once I get my schedule. And I'm really excited about it. I want to travel more. Um, I decided like, I'm just going to go. Who fucking cares? What am I waiting for? You know, a few weeks ago, I went to, um, oops. Yeah, I know. I haven't mentioned that. I went to England a few weeks ago, you guys, and no further questions, your honor. I'm not getting into it, <laughs> but anywho, I got to change the subject now. You know what I want to talk about too. And, and wow, to go from point A to point B here, I'm sorry, but I got to bring it up. The submersible, you guys, what a tragedy, what a tragic story. And totally preventable. That's why it's even more sad. Could have been completely prevented if they had gone through the proper um, precautions and and got all of the inspections that they needed to get. It's just so sad. But when something like this happens, it's like the discourse online is so weird to me. Like people are so insensitive about death because we're so consumed with social media that nobody has any real feelings anymore. And everything's so like a meme in five seconds, but it really was weird seeing people be like, well, they're rich. Who cares about rich people? It's like, wait, what? So they don't matter at all. Also, if somebody said, I'm going to give you a billion dollars, you would say no. Cause you hate rich people so much. Cool. Do it then. Just such a straight, by the way, if somebody's like describes himself as a world traveler or an adventurer, I'm going to tell you something right now. They are rich. Because any type of, any type of exploring, any type of exploration costs a fortune. This isn't like the only thing like, oh my God, I can't believe rich people do that. Rich people do a lot of crazy shit that we can't even wrap our heads around. They go up to space. You know what I'm saying? Even climbing Mount Everest probably costs $50,000, you know? Like an explorer is a rich person. 
You want to know why? Because everybody else has to be at work on Monday at, at 8 a.m. Nobody else has time for that. So anyway, the whole thing is really sad. I, I, I feel for everyone. And that one guy, the, the only person who was like a legitimate expert that really had like a ton of credibility um, was that guy PH, right? Who had been down to the Titanic a bunch of times. He, he owns the, uh, or he, he's the director of the company, or maybe he owns the company that has the rights to take things from the Titanic. So he has been down there a bunch of times and took a bunch of art attacks, art attacks, non art attacks, not art attacks. You guys, you know what I meant? Artifacts. Jesus. Art attacks added to the list. Artifacts that are now in a museum. Um, and he was just amazing. He found planes in the ocean. He like brought um stuff up like bombs and stuff that were in the ocean from the war. I mean, he was amazing. And it's so sad because people just make like a mockery of his life and everyone's life. I don't know. I I I don't know why, but I got really emotional about it, especially when they didn't say at first, like that they imploded and they said they heard banging in the ocean. I was like, oh my God, that is so scary. And my friend FaceTime me and I pick up the phone. She's like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, I'm thinking about the submarine. Like that's so scary and so sad because I was hysterical crying when she called me. Um, but you want to know what? I'm going to say this right now. You, and, and also people were saying this and, and I could be crazy for my thoughts on it, but people saying like that is, you know, so many people died on the Titanic. You shouldn't go visit it. It's not appropriate and all of that. And I understand that. But at the same time, like a lot of places you go, like, I mean, I live in New York. People go to the World Trade Center every day and to the 9-11 Memorial every day you go to other countries and you're, you know, you visit history, you you visit historical places where there were battlegrounds and there were, you know, it's tragic, but it's history. So I don't know. I kind of feel like, yeah, I, I don't know, but I don't think we, I don't think anyone should be going down there. And the reason why is because guess what? We just shouldn't be in the ocean. And the ocean has made it really clear that we shouldn't be in the ocean. No, no, I'm good. I'm good on that. And if you have a boat, you're a freak. And I'm saying that not even a submarine, a boat. You're a freak. I'm over it. All right. We know more about outer space than we do the ocean. Do you know how insane that is? That we know more about outer space than the ocean that's on this earth. Wow. Crazy. Nope. There's a lot of creatures in there too. I'm all set. I'm all set. And there's a lot of creatures in there that we don't even know about because they're, they're down so low. Like they, when there was um, <clears throat> like, so there was one point in like, okay, so I watched a bunch of stuff about uh, pretty much like the genesis of planet earth and as we know it, right. And how we came to be and all the different um, stages that the planet has gone through. Um and there was one point where the earth was completely frozen, right? This is just a little fun fact. The earth was completely frozen. And when it unfroze, when it defrosted, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> defrosted makes it sound like a chicken, a chicken thigh. But when all the ice went away, 
they like found out not recently after because people didn't exist yet. But you know what the fuck I'm talking about, you guys. The scientists nowadays found out that while it was frozen, all of the sea life was still alive. They didn't go extinct. What? There are a bunch of freaks down there is what I'm trying to say. We should not be dealing with those freaks, the fish, the sharks, whatever else. And you want to know what? Even turtles. No, turtles are cute. I, I take that back. I actually really fucking like turtles and tortoises. Anywho, I don't know why I'm going on a tangent. But very sad. And you know I'm going to talk about the, the Blink-182 guy. One of the, the billionaire that was on the submersible, his stepson um, tweeted that he he was he knew that it was what was it he pretty much said like he knew that it was going to be it would seem like he was being insensitive but he really felt like his family would want him to go to the blink 182 concert that night and he posted a picture in front of like the merch tent at the blink 182 concert um a picture of him standing there like smiling at the merch tent at the blink 182 concert so insane so insane Because you want to know what, at the end of the day, he could have just not done that. He could have just simply not posted that on Twitter. Of all things, what? You could have just not said anything and nobody would have ever known. And then he's tweeting this porn star. She said something like, this is so wild, you guys. She said something like, uh, very uh scandalous like oh can i can i sit on your face and he goes yeah and please pray for my family what dude and please pray for your sit sit on my sit on my face and pray for your pray for my family i'm sorry but you're getting one or the other buddy i can't do both at the same time (laughs) come on now do you want me to sit or do you want me to pray because it feels a little sacrilege Jesus. Oh my goodness. Just wild. Just, just wild. Okay, you guys, a quick word from our friends this week. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Nutrafol. Here's something that completely sucks, but people don't want to talk about thinning hair. It's totally normal if you've been struggling with hair loss. Listen up. There is a solution. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. It targets the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. I completely love Nutrafol. I've been taking it for so long now. And I just noticed such a difference in my hair. People compliment me on my hair all the time. My hair is growing. It's shiny. I just got a freaking haircut last week, girls. Girls, I just, I got, I got four inches off last week and then I go to a baby shower and my aunt says, your hair is so long. I said, girl, I just cut it. So it's truly unbelievable. Nutrafol comes in three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life including postpartum and menopause. Um, With natural drug-free medical-grade ingredients, you know you're getting the most reliable results. Over 3,000 top doctors 
and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. If you need more proof, 86% of women improve, reported improved hair growth after just six months in a clinical study. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code SKC to save $10 off your first month's subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T. R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code S-K-C. We also have Daily Harvest. It is summertime. I don't want to be spending time cooking, but I just want to eat healthy. Daily Harvest has been a total game changer. They send amazing smoothies, flatbreads, soups, and bowls right to my doorstep. The meals are made with sustainably sourced fruits and veggies that are frozen at their peak ripeness. So you're always getting the most flavor and nutrients. I love things like this, Um, especially Daily Harvest. They have really good stuff. They have good smoothies. Like I just love their stuff. Uh, they're, they're definitely a company that I'm repeat customer for, for life. So whether you need a quick morning smoothie or a delicious flatbread for lunch, Daily Harvest has you covered. Their latest drop is a collection of grains that has really helped me save time in the kitchen. They pair perfectly with every meal and make dinner time so much less stressful. Eating delicious, nourishing, and easy-to-prep meals has never been easier thanks to Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash secretkeepers to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash secretkeepers for up to $65 off your first box. Daily Harvest com slash secret keepers. Okay, let's get um, into these questions. I have a bunch of questions that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Let me get to the beginning of it. Um, okay. I know you guys hate when I do that. Okay. This says why we have to shit at TJX stores. Okay, we're going, we're starting off strong today. Hi, Carly. I saw this tweet from a doctor on Twitter the other day and needed to share this important scientific evidence with you and the girlies XOXO. Okay, let me open the attachment. So this doctor tweets, as a doctor who treats bowel incontinence, and and I'm going to say it right now, if I said it wrong, please give me a break. Okay, I didn't go to medical school. I don't know what these things are called. She says, I get question. I, I get this question almost weekly from my patients. I am here to formally announce that, yes, the need to shit when you walk into a Target or a TJ Maxx is real. You can thank the neurotransmitter rush you get to your brain and to your gut. <gasps> she said, you aren't a Maxinista till you know where the toilet is. It becomes a real problem for some women after they've had kids because the pelvic floor or the anal sphincter can weaken from the tear and you can't hold it in. No, not the girls shitting at, at TJ on target. That makes perfect sense. Cause you really do get a rush. I really do. Like there's certain things that just give me a rush, you know, and Trader Joe's, I'm not going to lie. I get, I, I get a little stomach. I, I get a little stomach, something going on down there because I get so excited about the snacks in there and the, and the frozen treats. And you guys know that already. I'm not going to go in, but it makes perfect sense. Um, let's see. This one says it's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. 
Hi, girly. If you're reading this for Monday's episode on 626, it will be my birthday. I have a few things. Number one, I have an inter an inner monologue for sure. And I have ADHD. So it's always random. Most, most recently, my inner monologue had stressed me out at 2am trying to figure out how we had AOL. Like, did our parents pay monthly? Was it on our phone bill? How much was it? Was it just a random disc we got in the mail? I still don't know because I have ADD. So I ended up forgetting to Google it and I moved on to something else. <laughs> Wait, that's actually so true because I do feel that I, I feel that I remember the disc that we put in to get AOL on the computer, but I do feel that AOL was like tied. If we were on the internet, you couldn't use the phone. So it had to have been tied to the phone. And I don't know why, but I remember like the phone costing a lot of money. Like for some reason, like the phone cost a lot of money. What the fuck was that, by the way? You're charging me per minute. Like, what are you crazy phone company? What? So, yeah, I remember like the phone costing money. The internet must have like the longer you were on it, that maybe the more money it was. But no, that, that couldn't be, could it? <gasps> and the dial up, remember that sound? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, can you just connect me, Bill Gates? I mean, come on. Um, but that's a really good, really good cue. This says my inner monologue got worse when I started doing stand up because I'm now working out bits in my brain. When we wore masks, I would start mouthing stuff. Sometimes I still do in public and I look crazy. I do that. Um, I noticed that when we wore masks, like all those years, those couple of years we wore masks, like I started realizing that I was like, I'm not exaggerating you guys. I was walking down the street and my mouth was gaping open because I had a mask on and I would just, my mouth would be wide open. And sometimes I'll catch myself with my mouth wide open, just in public. Like you could put, you could put a tennis ball in it. Wide girl walking down the street, wide open mouth. Do you know how fucking scary that is to see somebody with a wide open mouth? Just walking down the street. Oh, Stanley's Stanley's playing with something. Sorry. Then he says, why is men yawning? Embarrassing. The man next to me on the train keeps yawning and making that yawning noise um, (laughs) that obnoxious people make. And I'm like, sir, what's wrong? Do you need to take a nap? Are you not embarrassed? It's bad enough. We got to deal with man spreading on the train, but I don't know. Men are bad and I hate them. And I am one. (laughs) See, I love it. I love that. We all have so many things in common. Um, Anywho, that's all. Sorry. This was chaotic. I forgot my meds today. And then sends me a picture of his dog. (gasps) How cute. Okay. We have a, we have a Boston Terrier on our hands. Very cute. How cute is she? And happy birthday to you. Hope you have a great day. Have a little croissant. I always tell people go get a croissant. It's your birthday. Go get a little special treat. Okay. This next one says (laughs) a picture to laugh at. Hello, Carly, Stanley, and Robert. Love you guys so much. Oh, thank you so much. Not even kidding. Obsessed with you since Girl Code and your ant farms gave me life. Oh, thank you. I really just need to share this because I received this text from my boyfriend literally a week before we leave on our trip. Girl, I don't even think he asked for the days off. I also have a good shit crappins and an embarrassing doctor story for a later day. But for now, there here's just an FMK. Okay, let me read the text that he sent her. And then um, she gave a she gave a fuck Mary kill that we'll do at the end. I feel like people haven't been sending fuck Mary kills lately. What's up with that, girls? Um, okay. 
Oh, so he texted her and said, remind me again when we leave last week. Stop. <laughs> when we leave next week, when we leave next week. Remind me when we leave next week. It's like, he didn't even remember that you guys were going on vacation for sure. He doesn't know where you're going. He doesn't know what you're doing. He doesn't know what to pack. He's not going to pack right. Sometimes you just got to pack for them, right? It's so unfortunate. Men are so funny. We also have AG1. If you're looking for an easy way to level up your health, AG1 is your answer. It replaces your multivitamin, which is so convenient. It replaces your probiotic as well and more all in one step. Just mix one scoop of powder in the water once a day and drink it up. I drink AG1 in the morning before starting my day and it truly makes me feel unstoppable. I love it so much. It tastes good. It's quick. It's easy. I don't have to think about taking a million different vitamins and probiotics and all of that stuff. Like It has just been such a game changer. It's so convenient. Make sure you're treating your body well this summer by starting a new healthy habit with AG1. I also just like as a side note, I love that you can add AG1 into like a smoothie that you're having or a juice or something like that. So not that because it just kind of like adds to it. You know, not that it tastes like it, it doesn't have a strong flavor. So it's just so convenient to put in anything. So you make sure you're treating your body well this summer by starting a new healthy habit with AG1. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 packets that are travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. That's drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. Check it out. Okay, this one says SOS. Um, hi, Carly and the kitties. Well done. Okay. There's a part that I couldn't read out loud because it was it was super, super secret. Ironclad. Um, I've been single for about a year now after finally ending my seven-year relationship with a serial narcissist. That term is thrown around so lightly nowadays, but if the Merriam-Webster needed a photo reference of for the term, his face would be perfect. I'm having trouble navigating the stupid dating pool um, that is more like a dating swamp because everyone is trash. I hear you, girl. I tried going on Bumble, but it's boring, and I never want to continue talking to anybody because it feels so surface level. I'm not even necessarily ready for another relationship, but I do want to find somebody to have fun with. I mean, it's the summer, so I don't want to be tied down or stressing since this is my first single summer in many years. But having a regular booty call and just someone to have casual fun with is something that I could definitely do. There was a guy who used to try real hard to DM me for a long time, and I would rarely re- uh, respond or open the DM. And when I did decide to, I was short and anyone could tell that I wasn't super into it. He's really not my type on paper. Well, fast forward to about a month and a half ago, he walks into a bar that I bartend at. And I was like, God, why is this my life? We had never met in person before, but we're in the same town and know a lot of the same people. It was a little awkward, but I played it cool and I was fine because he was meeting friends to play pool there. So he wasn't like sitting at the bar where in that case I would have to talk to him and such. Um, Sorry, guys. Stanley's hooting and hollering. He's hooting and hollering. He'll stop. Um, Okay. Damn it. I lost my spot. Okay. 
So talk to him and such. <clears throat> well, when he came in, I was like, hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll give him a shot. He looked a lot better in person and he was very tall and had nice arms. And I'm a super sucker for nice arms. He does that MMA fighting slash training stuff. He belongs to a gym and he's, that's really hot to me. So I think that has a lot to do with it too. Oh, the MMA guys. Ooh. ooh. So he DMs me a few days later and I decide to give in and talk to him. We talked a little bit and decided to meet up for drinks one night and it was super casual and had good banter and the conversation flowed. We hung out again a couple weeks ago for dinner and went out to a bar for a couple drinks after he ended up kissing me at the bar and we were both a little bit tipsy and I asked him if he wanted to come over. Yes, I initiated it, but fuck it. I'm single and I just want to have fun. Girls, you don't ever need to explain yourselves to me. I'm not I'm pro you doing that. You know, she says. So he did. And we ended up having sex, but then it was weird for a couple of days because I was barely hearing from him. Surprise, surprise. Oh, and I do want to add too that his snap score is 279,000. What does that mean? 279,000. You want to know why I'm just going to blindly agree with you that that's so bad because I don't know what a snap score is. Um, and call me crazy, but I check that shit when I talk to a new guy because I feel like it speaks volumes. A guy who spends that much time on Snap at 30, what the fuck are you sending all day long? Oh, so it's like it, it tallies how much you use it, how much you're sending to people. Ooh. Girls, I don't know. This might be a broad stroke, but I just kind of want to say it and, and float this out there. I just wonder if the love of your life has Snapchat. I just wonder that. Because I don't think mine does. And that's just for the girls. And I'm sorry. But my man needs to be so like he can't even use a phone because his hands are so crusty because they're so callous because he works on an oil rig. Okay, he he, he, what is what is my man going to do with a Snapchat? Because he come on. He's got other shit going on. He has calluses. He has blisters probably. I don't know where he has blisters. Maybe on his on the back of his foot or something. He's a damn coal miner. Imagine, imagine the love of my life using a Snapchat filter. I mean, I can't, girls. (laughs) Anywho. She says, so yeah, during that time after we had sex, I saw his snap score go up and up and up and not really hearing from him. So I kind of got irritated. Fast forward to this past week, he starts texting me more often. So I was like, oh, obviously somebody must be ready to get late again. I roll, but whatever. So am I. So I go, oh God. So I go out of my bar shift on Saturday. He came over really late and it happened again. And girl, it's Tuesday and I haven't gotten a text from him since that night. Why are men? Why are you making it so obvious that you're a douchebag? I don't get why guys are the way that they are. I don't need you to text me all day, every day, but maybe acknowledge me a little bit more after you were just inside of me. It's so frustrating. It makes me want to not even try to keep doing this with other people. I just don't have the energy for the games. And that's all it ever ends up being with any situationship is games. What's your advice on a somewhat newly girl <clears throat> who has no idea how any of this works? Um, oops. Oop. Who has no idea how any of this works? I love this new trend of us attaching photos of ourselves and the guy that we're stressing over. Your reaction is always priceless. So here we go. Oh God, kiss right on the lips. Let's see. We're going to look at her picture first. Mm-hmm. Just as I suspected, 
literally a gorgeous person. And now it's like, oh God, girl. And I know, God, girl. And I know this is the best picture of him because he's like at a wedding, right? She sends you this picture. He's, this guy's at a wedding. He's wearing, he's wearing a tuxedo. So you, you were being nice. I don't get it. Girl, I can't with this. First of all, the pants and the tuxedo are tight. I could see this guy's credit card number in his wallet. His pants are so fucking tight. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What size are those pants? I I could see the actual outline of his. This man, please. Mm -mm. Shirts too big. Pants are way too small. Jackets too small. No, I can't. I'm all set with that. I'm all set with that. You could do way better is what I'm trying to say. But, um, okay. So this is the thing, right? If you're going to have a casual, like kind of like situationship with somebody, if you're going to just like, okay, I want to have fun this summer. Like I'm just looking to hook up with somebody. And like, you have that like steady person that you're planning on doing that with, like, I feel like it's just better if it's somebody that you don't have like romantic feelings for, right? Where you're like not, um, you don't want to have a future with this person. You don't know if it's going to like, if you want it to flourish with this person and, and take things to the next level. I just feel like just to protect ourselves, we have to kind of have that in the back of our heads. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and I know you don't want that with him right now, but it's kind of like, you have to like disconnect it. It's so weird. Like, of course, like if I hook up with somebody and they didn't reach out to me, I would be so pissed. Right. Because it's just common courtesy. Um, and it's so not fucking cool. It's like, really, dude, you couldn't text me like you're a loser. He's a clown is, is at the end of the day what he is. But I feel like we have to kind of like put ourselves in the situation where we go. I don't care. Like, I just don't care. Fuck him over it. But girl, the thing is, is that it happened a second time. So it's like, like you kind of not accepted it. I don't know really how to word it, but the fact that he didn't reach out to you after the first time and then just hit you up when he wanted to hook up again and you were like, okay, like I feel like that's what he's okay with, he thinks you're okay with the way that, that it, that went, if that makes any sense, because you didn't mention it to him. Girl couldn't be me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would go like this. I would go, Oh, nice to hear from you. Nice to hear from you. And I wouldn't be like, I don't hold back when it comes to stuff like that. I would go, I don't need you to call me every day, but don't treat me like shit. And then I would probably be like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll come over and then never show up at his house. But that's just me. I don't know. I would probably just ghost him. But it sucks. I think, like, you have to have that disconnect of, like, it's not relationshipy if you're just trying to have fun. Also, like, think of it like this. What, what could he possibly fucking say that's going to be interesting to you? You know, I don't think you're missing out on much not hearing from the guy half the time. Um, <laughs> okay. This one says, update. 
hot construction worker problems. Hi, Carly and the pusses. I'm the one who wrote in about the hot construction worker who I knew for a while and then started going on dates with him and we were having a great time. He invited me to his friend's engagement party and then never brought it up again. Oh, I remember this. When I asked him about it, he said he wasn't going. So now here's the update. I'm almost positive he didn't actually go to that event. I have my ways of knowing. But the same day I wrote into you was the day of the event that I had last talked to him. I was so exhausted putting in effort and he suddenly stopped putting in any. So I started responding to him that night and neither of us reached out again until yesterday. Carly, tell me why after two months of not hearing from this man that I embarrassingly cried over, I woke up yesterday to an Instagram message at 5 a.m. where he reacted with a drooly face to my story and sent a dick pic. <laughs> Uh-oh. I was almost already completely over this man and then him doing this just finished the job. I'm so grossed out, but then found it a little funny because why are men? And I would say, I would say, uh, you want to know what I would say? I would say, oh, oh, look at that little thing. <laughs> That's honestly what I would do. Uh, definitely not like, I wouldn't let him get away with that. First of all, to send a dick pic on Instagram is completely unhinged behavior you're like a menace to society at that point. Jesus Christ. And a drooly face response to your Instagram story, please. I called him out on how gross that was. And he opened back up conversation after two months. And he said, you're the one who stopped responding to me. I asked him what the reason for the sudden change in his energy was. And it was what I expected. He wasn't ready for a relationship. Shocking. He also said, you know, I'm not good about talking about my feelings. And I, I should have said something. I just love the connection we had, but I, I got in my head about it. Once it was gone, I realized I made a mistake. Okay. So let me just like say this. I was talking to my mom about something before, like today when we were in the car and I had like mentioned, she had asked me about this guy and I had like said something to her and she said, well, why don't you just, um, you know, like bring it up and like say how you feel about like this specific thing. And I go, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that because if he wanted to, he would. And it, that's the same thing with this guy. And I know I've said that so many times and I'm going to, that's what the merch will say when, if, and when I make merch, if he wanted to, we would girls. Um, she goes, I just want to note that I wasn't asking for a relationship. I was just following his lead and he was trying to buy future concert tickets for us, inviting me to friends, outings, etc. I didn't attach a pic the first time around because it was so fresh. And I thought if I heard you say he was hot, it would sting even more. Girl, please. But now that I'm healed, I've attached a pic. So anyway, would I still be allowed to hook up with this guy? Girl. Girl, you lost me at the end there, girly. So anyway, would I still be allowed to hook up with this guy or do I not dare open back up this can of worms? Girl, can I explain something to you? Let me just give you a little bit. I, I just got to, first of all, I love you so much and I want to hug you. Okay. But we're just going to break down what's going on. Cause sometimes you need to hear it repeated back to you by outside perspective. You were dating a guy. He made you feel like he was your boyfriend. Then he ghosted you. Then he sends you a drooly face emoji to your Instagram and a dick pic. And then when you tell him he's a creep, he said, 
yeah, I didn't want a relationship with you. And uh, what else did he say? He said, I didn't want a relationship with you. You know, I'm not good about feelings. Yeah, I don't think we should have sex with that guy because at the end of the day, we probably should stop having sex with guys that don't deserve to have sex with us and don't treat us with even the fucking utmost respect. Let me see this schmuck. Please, he's not even a real construction worker. Please. Girl, you thought I would think he's cute? I don't. No, not my type. First of all, this selfie is so insane. Okay, baby girl. Why are his eyelashes so long? Okay, baby girl. Stop. He's wearing a hard hat. He has the uniform on. I'm not going to lie. He has the uniform on, but it's not giving. It's not giving. You know? He's also like in a shed. I'm done with him. And, and so are you. I won't allow it. Okay. This one says, <clears throat> why do men social media edition? Bestie, what are your opinion on a, male, uh, on a man's social media activities? I have so much more to discuss, but I need this address first. I'm not even talking about Snapchat because we know the thoughts on that one. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. I was just talking about Snapchat really, five seconds ago. But Instagram, obviously there's a difference between liking a friend's pictures um, with family, friends, traveling, casual, things like that. But is there a boundary to this? Like the stereotypical Instagram model type, isn't it kind of embarrassing for him? Like there's no chance there. You just think she's hot, but how different is it when it's someone that they know, or they just met and have been with in the past people you don't know, like just assuming someone's picture doesn't necessarily just assuming liking someone's picture doesn't necessarily make me jealous, but do men not understand <clears throat> we can go to who they follow and see what they've liked? Like, who is this girl posting selfies and lingerie on Instagram? And is there a certain reason why my boyfriend is liking them other than the fact that he's a man? Then from the girl's perspective, if she knows she's getting attention from someone in particular, does liking their shit mean something different? Is it something that we overthink with our boyfriends, but it's actually something to bring up at a certain point? Or is this all just stupid? Sorry, this was kind of all over the place. I heard it makes sense. I, I hope it made sense. I love you and the kitties. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for making Mondays better. Thank you. Um, listen, this is like totally like uh, subjective. It go, It's person per person. Wow, my fucking brain doesn't work. It's person per person. Wow. Robert, you hear that? Testing, testing, one, two, three. It's different per person. Jesus Christ. Uh-oh, you guys. I think that um, if it bothers you, you have to just say something about it. Um, you could just be like, it, it's embarrassing to me that you're liking like these pictures of these girls that you don't know. Right? Like, you don't know this girl. Why are you liking her pictures? Like, whether it's a model or like, it just feels, I, I don't have a problem with a guy liking a girl's pictures. Like you said, if it's a friend, if it's whatever, like, I feel like I've dated people that were friendly with their exes and would like all their exes pictures. And I'm like, I don't even care. You know, like, that's just not, I'm just like, you take him then if someone can take him, he's let them take him. Please. You have them. I mean, I'm all set, you know? But I get where you're coming from. 
I've definitely been with guys that I don't trust that I felt really weird about their Instagram, but it, when I trust people, it doesn't even affect me. I, I, but I also girl, I'm not going to lie to you. I won't even look, I won't even look. I don't even care because I don't want to see something that's just going to drive me nuts and like make me feel insecure or like make me get in my head. Like sometimes you catch me on a, you catch me on a certain day. I'm feeling weird. I'm going to feel insecure, you know, and I don't want to do that. So I think if it bothers you, you just say something and, and that's the end of it. Fucking tell him like you're embarrassing. Why do they do that? I don't know. I just want a guy that has no Instagram. Like genuinely has no Instagram. I met a guy recently that doesn't have any social media. And I was like, wow, you're the craziest person I know. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. This one says, uh (laughs) uh-oh. This one says, not me, shit crappens on the freeway. (laughs) Not on the freeway. (laughs) Um, Hi, Carly and the fine sirs, Stanley and Robert. Carly, first and foremost, I have to say you're the most hilarious person I listen to and follow. Oh, thank you. I was hooked after your 2000s fashion post uh, during the pandemic, and I've been a fan since. Uh, Also, I have posted a picture of my calico cat. Show her to Robert. I think they would make a handsome couple. Oh, wait, let me just see the cat. Let me see the cat for you. Wow. It's like a tortoise. Cute, like a tortoise shell. Beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. She would look really great with Robert. Robert would would be a really good husband to a, a nice little to a nice girly cat. Right, Robbie? He's right next to me and I'm petting. I keep petting him because he's so cute. Okay, anywho. She says, okay, now let me tell you the most embarrassing story you've ever heard. I've only ever told one other person this story who's my husband, but since finding out that other people have shit crap and stories, I feel like it's a safe place to add this one. So this happened about eight years ago. I was in college with a friend of mine who happened to be male. After class, we decided to drive to the mall together because a bunch of our friends were planning on going to a music festival that weekend and we needed new outfits. While at the mall, we decided to stop in at the food court. I hadn't had corn dogs in years and I was excited about it because I used to eat them all the time as a child. By the way, the corn dog is the most underrated thing in the entire world. I love corn dogs. And you and me would be friends, girlfriend. You and me would be friends because a corn dog, you're telling me I can enjoy a hot dog and a corn muffin at the same time. And I don't even have to get my hands dirty because it's on a stick. (laughs) You're crazy. You're crazy. That with mustard fucking, I will swallow it whole. Literally with the stick and everything, I'll swallow it whole. Dare me. Anywho, I hear you on that. Okay. I hope this doesn't ruin corn dogs for me, but I feel like it's gonna. (laughs) She says, I get a corn dog and fries. He gets Chick-fil-A. 
we go to one more store and my stomach starts to grumble. It wasn't bad enough for me to run to the bathroom. Just a little grumble that usually happens when your food is settling or something. So we continue to shop and I feel nothing. We're walking back to his car and I feel a stronger grumble. And at this point, I feel like my body is playing tricks on me because why didn't this happen to me while I was inside of the mall when I could have found a restroom to run to? I tell my friend, oh, I got to go home right now. And he's like, what's wrong? And I said, my stomach is not feeling well. At this point, we are on the way to my apartment. We have to travel two exits on the freeway to get there. I tell him hurry because I don't think I'm going to make it. Oh, no. The feeling I felt was like a labor cramp. I have three children for the girlies who don't have children. Think of period cramps times five. He said, what do you mean? You're not going to make it. (laughs) Are you about to throw up? I said, I wish I was about to throw up. No. And he said, what are you serious? And I'm just like, drive. We have one more exit to go. And at this point I'm sweating and I can no longer hold it. Girl, how close were you with this guy? Were you guys like bestie besties? Or was he just like a guy who's like, oh, we're going to concert you mind driving me girl I hope you were close friends oh my god she says I'm sweating and I can no longer hold it ice cream pull over and he's like where and I hear the panic in his voice it's something we laugh about to this day I'm dying right now thinking about it he pulls over into the emergency lane oh my god on I-10 one of the busiest freeways in America it's about 4 p.m and traffic has already been Oh my God, begun to form. He pulls over on the emergency lane and I hop out on the passenger side. I pull my pants down and it just starts flowing. I won't get too graphic. No, but there was nothing I could do. He's gagging in the driver's seat. I'm crying on the freeway as poop is flowing out of me. Oh my God. It's terrible. Luckily he had some old fast food napkins in his car. I tried to clean myself and oh my God. And his car off. What do you mean? You tried to clean his car off girl. I thought you were outside. Oh boy. I think a little got on the car is what I'm, is what I'm gathering. She says, Oh, it's answering my question. I got some on the door. No, you didn't. No, I can't handle it. I got some on the door as I exited. We rode in silence to my apartment while I was crying because I was so embarrassed. He dropped me off and I didn't hear from him until our class again the following week. I thought he would never talk to me again, but he ran up to me, hugged me and (laughs) laughed until he cried. Thank God. He was replaying my facial expressions to me, how I was crying and pooping on the side (laughs) of his car ass out, giving all of I-10 a show. Oh my God. Needless to say, we laugh about it all the time and he hasn't told any of our other friends. He's a keeper. He's one of the handful of straight men who listens to the potty. Oh my God. Hi. He, he is a keeper. So whenever we hear about another shit crapping story, he always reminds me of mine. I tell him <laughs> I'm never telling anyone about mine. So he will not believe it. If you read this on the show. Oh, I'm so excited for him to hear this. I haven't told him that I'm writing to you about this. He will die. Oh, well, hello to him. He's a good friend for not telling everybody because I'm trying to think what I tell everyone. I know I'm trying to crush some, no, I'm, I'm crunching some numbers and girl, I think I would, I would tell at least, I would tell at least four people. I wouldn't tell everyone, but I would tell four people. I would tell, yeah, actually, you want to know what I, um, 
years ago, had this friend who wasn't going to go home for a holiday um, because she just like couldn't afford to fly home. So I had invited her to my parents' house and um, she shit her pants at my parents' house. And um, she like told me about it. And I haven't told anyone until right now. But... (laughs) But we laughed about it. Like she was like, she like almost freakishly didn't care. She like told my mom, like her and my mom laughed about it. She was like, I pulled my pants. So I don't even think she would care that I'm telling her. I love how I went from never telling anyone that to saying it on this podcast. Uh-oh. But it's okay. But my, my point of telling that story is that I wanted you guys to know that I never told anybody that. (laughs) So I just defeated the whole fucking purpose. Jesus. Um, okay. Let's see. This one says cat visitation dreams. Hello to my psychic sister, Carly and the fluffy short Kings obligatory First time caller, long time listener. I'm writing to you because I feel like you truly get it and I adore you and your advice. I try to channel my inner what would Carly do 1000 times per week. Oh, thank you. I've been having dreams where a cat literally looks like this iPhone emoji. Okay. So it's like the orange cat. Um, let's see. Orange cat with lots of white for my girls tuning into the potty. In my dreams, this is a sweet baby named Lemon Bomb. As an herbalist, I am literally obsessed with the name and the whole vibe of this cat. Anyway, I've told my non callous boyfriend, in parentheses, massage therapist, small flex. Okay, if there's one job that they don't, they can't have calluses, it's a massage therapist. So I totally am giving up. I totally get it. You got to have soft hands if you're a massage therapist. And he's touching all the, all the creams and the oils and stuff. Um, she says, I tell him about this cat every time it visits. And it's basically part of my family. Now my hesitation as to why I haven't gone and rescued the, my literal dream cat is because I feel like I'm grieving the loss of my first two childhood cats. Side note, one of them recently visited me in dreams. I woke up bawling because it felt so real girl. I'm going to start crying in three seconds. He had a girlfriend in, Oh girl, I'm literally going to start crying. I, I don't know if I can finish reading this email. He had a girlfriend in dream kitty heaven. So he's thriving. It's been two years since my second cat passed away. And I'm wondering if these dreams are a sign that it's time to go find lemon. I might be taking all these dreams too literally, but I need a furry angel in my waking life. How do you know when it's time? P.S. My amazing boyfriend told our upstairs neighbor who I cat sit for sometimes about my cat dreams. Oh, they offered to leave me a spare key to pet their sweet baby anytime. Oh, that's so nice. It takes a village to fill my heart. I know I should be embarrassed that he told our neighbor, but I'm honestly just too stoked about spending time with my new furry nephew to care. Oh, that's so sweet. You guys are so cute. Let me see. Her and her boyfriend are so cute. Love them. Love this cat. Love this cat. Oh, how cute. You know, I think when it comes to there's always hesitation if you're about to get an animal, of course, because it's such a life change and it's such a responsibility. So I totally get where you're coming from about not being sure. But I think like, why don't you go to a shelter, see the cats and just feel it out and just tell yourself, I'm not going to get one today. I'm going to go home and think on it and I'm not going to jump the gun. 
but I think you're ready. I think you're ready. Maybe it's, maybe it's a sign that, you know, like maybe it's just a sign that it's time. That's how I feel about it. And if I was having dreams like that after having lost, I mean, my cats are obviously going to live forever and, and um, Robert's chewing on my um, laptop right now. And I don't even care uh, because I just love him so much. But if I was going through that, I would take that as a sign and I would need a little, I would need one of my little fluffer nutters. Like you got to just go, go to the shelter. Don't put pressure on yourself, but wait until you find the one that you really feel a connection with and just take it home because it's a cat at the end of the day. One of my friends just got a cat. Oh, this is kind of like crazy. So, um, wow. The moon looks actually fucking fake right now. Wow. The moon literally looks fake right now. Jesus Christ. Robert, are you seeing that? What is that? my God. Okay. Sorry. I just caught a glimpse of the moon out the window and it does not look real, but anywho. So, um, my friend, uh, my mom bumped into my old friend from when I lived at home, we worked together. Like we were really, really close. And then I had moved and she got married and she was with the same guy forever for as long as I knew her. I think they met when they were in like middle school. Um, and, but you know, things happen, life happens. We're both really busy, blah, blah, blah. I haven't spoken to her in a really long time. And my mom texted me the other day. She's like, I bumped into her at the store. So I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like this is a sign that, um, I need to call her. So I called her and I was like, Hey, I, I know you like just saw my mom. I was just thinking about you. Just want to see how you're doing. And she's like, girl, it's so weird. Like I just got, I, my divorce finalized today. Can you imagine? So I was like, see, I really just do feel like there are signs coming and you have to be aware that it's a sign. That makes any sense. Like, I feel like the dream is a sign to bump into somebody is a sign. Like sometimes even like something that reminds you of someone, you're just like, I got to reach out. That's really just how I feel. But anywho, she just got a little kitten. She FaceTimed me earlier and, and she was like, look at my little cat. He's so cute. Um, okay. Let me see. This one says, what in the name of holy matrimony? Hey, Carly and the sweet angel for babies, a very happy Sunday to our girl. I'm writing in because your girl is in a little bit of a pickle. Last year, I went through a breakup with my boyfriend of almost 10 years. Oof, 10 years. That's a long time. I loved him very much, but he had a big drinking problem. And long story short, I was tired of alcohol coming first. So I found my own apartment and I moved out shortly after moving into my new place. I met a guy who seemed absolutely perfect. He's a talented musician and teacher. He's responsible and runs his own business, loves to cook, dresses well. So many things that I always wanted in a man. Things started moving really fast with him, even though I had told him I had recently gone through a breakup. At first, I was loving having somebody that wanted to spend lots of times with me, cook for me, bring me coffee at work, but I'm the type of person who needs a lot of alone time. I'm very introverted and my social battery runs out quickly. He would come over to my place basically every day after work and soon started staying the night and would even spend time in my apartment sometimes when I was at work to wait for me to come back um, if he didn't have any clients that day. 
Then I started to notice he was a very jealous person making comments about guys looking at me when we were out. Even if a girl complimented my outfit or makeup, God, this guy sounds terrible. Oh no. What if, what if they're still together? Okay. I shouldn't make this judgment yet. Um, so if a girl commented on her makeup, he would make a comment about her being interested in me, even though he said he was joking. I felt as if those jokes were rooted in insecurities. I would wear certain dresses when we went out and he would tell me that I can only wear those dresses if, oh my God, with him, if they were quote unquote revealing. And then I would have to respond with, uh, you're on crack. Absolutely not. Then he would tell me again that he was joking, but obviously there's a reason he was making those jokes. A couple of months into dating, we went on a trip and took a few pictures together and he got extremely upset that I didn't post a picture on my Instagram. Girl, this guy seems like a lot of fucking work. I'm sorry. I just blurted. That was a blurt. I blurted it out. I posted one of just me only on my story and noticed that he was acting distant and cold one day on our trip. And he eventually told me that he felt like I was hiding him. Like, sir, we've been dating for two months. I just went through a breakup not long ago. This turned into a huge argument, um, ending with me sobbing for about an hour and just having to suck it up and go through the next two days of the trip. Even though I have absolutely zero romantic feelings towards my ex, I would never post pictures of me and another guy together that soon after a breakup out of respect for him and his family. Now I have been dating this guy for about five months. Oh, wow. You guys are still together. Okay. Whoops. And he is constantly talking about marriage, how I'm his forever and how he wants to build a life with me. He constantly talks about wanting kids, even though I told him maybe 200 times that I do not want kids. I don't want them. And he constantly makes jokes about how cute our children would be and how he thinks I'm just scared and that I would be a great mother. Hate that. Um, Regardless of what I tell him, he just can't seem to get it through his head between Constantly being in my space, the jealousy and early planning of our future life together, I'm kind of freaking out. He really is an amazing person and he has so many good qualities. And I have always dreamed about somebody like this, but I'm feeling so overwhelmed when I ask for space. He takes it personal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, Stanley? Yeah. Um, And I feel like he gets emotional and just makes me feel guilty. Sometimes I just want to come home and spend time with my cats alone to recharge. And I feel like I never get a chance to do that. His behavior really makes me miss my relationship with my ex because we had such a close friendship. My my ex never put me first and never wanted to get married. So it's nice to have somebody that was so enthusiastic about our relationship and his behavior is making me feel so conflicted. I'm trying to find a way to balance this relationship and make time for myself. And I just don't know how to do this without him taking it personally. Thank you so much for reading. Um, Attaches a picture. Um, The picture he was mad. I didn't post. Kiss your eye on the lips. Let me see. Oh, you guys are cute. Girl, but I feel like it's a lot of work. And I feel like your gut is telling you that it's a lot of work. And I think you know that already, right? Because I'm just kind of going, because I'm the same way where I'm, I need my alone time. I need my space. I absolutely need my space. And if I don't have it, I go a little bit crazy. Being with somebody 24 seven is not my vibe. Um, you know, if it's the the person I'm going to marry, then sure. But other than that, no, if we're just dating for a few months, no, you're not going to be at my house every fucking day. Sorry. I want to see you a couple times a week. If that I'm even cool with a couple times a month, you know, 
no need to rush into anything. Cause then when you rush into any, when you get, when you rush into something, things like this happen. And he's, it's usually like when you rush in, like, of course, sometimes it's like, we just had this unbelievable connection and we fell in love right away and we knew it right away. And we just said, fuck it, let's jump right into this. And, and that happens. And I understand that. But sometimes it's like one person is extremely needy and the other person doesn't want to hurt their feelings. And I think that's what's going on right now. And I'm not saying he's not a great guy, but like the, a a man trying to control what we dress, like, sir, I will literally punch you in your face and I'm sorry. It's too much jealousy. I think that that is the number one thing that I just won't put up with. And it's just so unattractive to me that I just go, oh, please get, get over it. If you don't trust me, then goodbye. You know, like if a girl compliments my makeup, you're going to have a shit fit, please. We're grown. So I think you can tell, I think you should preface it saying, I don't want you to take this personal. This isn't anything to do with you, but I need alone time. I need space. And I would also bring up that he's has a jealousy problem. I'd probably say that to him so that you don't have to put up with that forever. Like the fact he ruined your vacation. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's necessary to post people on Instagram. Nobody's getting a picture of anyone that I'm dating until I'm married. You're never going to see a picture of my boyfriend. You're going to see a picture of my husband because I'm not going through when we break up and, and deleting all the damn pictures of us at Disney world. You guys even know the, the last boyfriend I had every single picture of us, I put an emoji over his face. He didn't even care though. He thought it was funny, but I was like, I'm not doing that. Okay. So let's do these fuck, Mary kills you guys. Um, this one is MTV, Spotify, or Netflix, MTV, Spotify, or Netflix. See, I love, what do I use the most? Spotify. What song was I just listening to? Let's see. I'm going to tell you guys the last song I was listening to on Spotify. Oh, I was listening to a song called Loca by a Italian singer called Anna, A-N-N-A. And it's a really good song. Love it. So I think I use Spotify the most. Um, I, I feel like you guys really just handed me a gun here because you know what I'm going to do. Like, I love MTV. I think it's great, but I have to go... Spotify, Netflix, MTV. Jesus. You know what? No, fuck it. Because I'm doing MTV as a whole. I'm doing MTV as a whole. Okay. We're doing um, MTV spring break back then. We're doing TRL. We're doing, by the way, the Jersey Shore, AKA my Bible. AKA my Bible. Hello, the real world. Hello. I was never a road rules person, but I know that was a popular one. Girl, true life. You're kidding. I'm marrying. I'm, I'm marrying Spotify. I'm fucking MTV and I'm killing Netflix. And there you have it because you want to know what I'm going to tell you right now. Netflix has been slacking with the shows other than black mirror. I haven't watched a new Netflix show in a really long time. And I have 15 fucking streaming services now and it's pissing me off. Because I'm watching mostly HBO, by the way. Yes, I watched the two new episodes of been just like that. And is it the worst show I've ever seen? Yes. Am I going to sit down every Thursday on my ass and watch it? Yes. 
I'm not going to miss a beat. But is it the worst show with the actual worst acting and the worst writing? Yes. I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Okay. But anywho. Um, I've been watching a lot of HBO. And I watched Yellow Jackets, which I have on. Wh- what is Yellow Jackets? On Amazon or Hulu or something like that. But yeah, I'm not really watching that much Netflix. I would say the last two things I watch are Black Mirror and oh, so good. The <laughs> the new season of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Jesus Christ. So fucking funny. But anywho. Yeah, that's that. And then the other fuck Mary kill is camel toe shoes, ballet flats or bye bye kiss you right on the lips. Wait, was that it? There's got to be another shoe. Or did you just say bye-bye kiss you right on camel toe? Let me type in, not me typing in camel toe to my, oh, no, no, no. Okay, so bye-bye kiss you right on the lips was no. Okay, so rotisserie chicken purse, camel toe shoes, ballet flats. Jesus Christ, I'm out of it today, you guys. I apologize for that. Um, okay. I am going to marry rotisserie chicken. Cause I eat one rotisserie chicken per week. E- every week I eat one rotisserie chicken. So I can't, if I don't have that, I'll starve. Um, the camel toe shoes, the ballet flats, I would say, I would say I've been wearing my ballet flats a lot lately. My cutie little, um, lavender ones that everybody hates that follows me on Instagram but I just, they're so fucking comfy and so cute and I'm obsessed. So I'm going to say, I'm going to marry rotisserie. I'm going to fuck the ballet flats and I got to kill the camel toes, which is kind of crazed. But anywho, you guys, I love you so much. Hope you have a great week. Hope you had a great weekend and I'll see you next week. Bye.